you are the person that everybody turns to. You are that one, and we are being expected to be more and more that expert when it comes to acute care and critical care medicine. When people come in, the emergency physicians are the first ones that are gonna be there on the front line, providing that stabilization, diagnostics, and then disposition plan. This is the Pulse Podcast, a series of healthcare insights. We sat down with Dr. Ryan Stanton at ASEP Scientific Assembly, organized by the American College of Emergency Physicians. He hosts the podcasts Everyday Medicine and ASEP Frontline. And in this conversation, he shares some of his insights into what's happening now in emergency medicine. For more expert interviews like this, visit www.evidence.care. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Dr. Ryan Stanton, emergency physician in Lexington, Kentucky for Central Emergency Physicians. And so, uh, you know, it, it's where we're moving is we've got to change the mindset of emergency medicine. We have to take out the negative and promote and lift the positive. So we need to be able to um, get folks rewarded for the strong work that they're, that they're doing. I mean, people are doing incredible jobs everywhere we go. And so how do we promote that? Instead of the emails, instead of the communications that are saying, you need to do this better, we need to get less time, we need to get people out of the ED faster, you know, let's actually look and promote the stuff that people are doing well, which is the vast majority of what we're doing. And so we're trying to change that culture in our emergency department as a family with the physicians, the PAs, the nurse practitioners, as well as the nursing tech staff, everybody involved, build that family, lift them up and promote the strong work that they're doing 24-7, 365, every single day. And that happens across the country and we need to, uh, to replicate that model throughout the country. I like the word you use, family. So your family, your team, tell me about your team. How many are there and how are you keeping up with the growing demands that you face? So our emergency department sees about uh, 40, 42,000 patients a year. Um, we're very much an elderly population, a lot of strokes, a lot of heart attacks, a lot of falls, things like that. Nine physicians, 11 uh, PAs and nurse practitioners that uh, help augment the staff all around. And uh, we've been growing and with the Affordable Care Act in the state of Kentucky with the expansion. We had a 30% increase in our volume, so basically went from 30,000 to 40,000 um, over a two and a half, two year period, two and a half to two, uh, three year period. And so that growth has been a strain on us. It has been a strain on our system, but we also understand being a democratic group that we can make the decisions to grow or expand or do whatever we want in order to make that work-life balance and life within the emergency department better. One of the final things I want to ask you about is when you mentioned decisions, how has the role of decisions changed over time and, and where do you anticipate those going? Well, physicians are no longer um, on the throne of medicine. And I think that's one of the challenges we faced is the loss, the feeling of loss of control in our own profession. And I think that's, I don't think that's going to change. I think we're going to see that, that it is more of uh, more pressures from outside, whether it's the government, whether it's our administration, whether it's whatever it may be, is, is putting pressure on the emergency department. And so I think as, as physicians, it's a, it's a new paradigm. And I think that fuels the burnout because we're all type A personalities. We're all very motivated. We're all very competitive for that matter. And so you get into a place and you don't feel like you have control. I think that adds stress to it. And I think that's one of the big things, big changes we're going to be seeing throughout medicine in general, not just emergency medicine, 
but that uh, that we have to promote more of the team and other areas are going to have uh, different levels of influence and power and in where the influence and power comes from, you know, you never know. And, and of course, the government seems to be uh, sticking more and more hands within the uh, within the practice of medicine. And so dealing with those are a challenge as well. Dr. Stan, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Any final things on your heart that you want to share here at the conference? Well, emergency medicine is a great career. It, it definitely is a calling. It, it, it really is one of the only areas of medicine that is still truly 24 7 365 you know your hospital many that i've worked in in the past i was the only physician in there on the weekend and the nights and so it you know you're you are the person that everybody turns to you are that one and we are being expected to be more and more that expert when it comes to acute care and critical care medicine when people come in the emergency physicians are the first ones that are going to be there on the front line providing that stabilization, diagnostics, and then disposition plan. And I think it's a role that we should embrace and then we should use that to carry high as this is what we provide to the people throughout the country. Excellent. I love it. What's a good way for someone to connect with you and follow along with your work, your podcast, all that? All right, uh, on uh, Twitter, at Everyday Med. On Facebook, um, you can check us out on ASAP Frontline or Stanton MD, a couple of pages uh, there. One is linked more to my TV media stuff and the other one to the ASAP Frontline podcast. Then always email youreverydaymedicine at gmail.com. So youreverydaymedicine at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to the Pulse Podcast. For more thoughtful insights from healthcare's trailblazers, visit www.evidence.care/pulse. Thanks.